Hello, welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, up your you. I'm your host Isaiah, and a couple things. For one, the Bird Brain Podcast turns four, um, August first. My podcast is Leo. <laughs> it's a fire sign, so that explains a lot. Um, yes. Yeah, Baby bird turns four and uh, have some exciting stuff to share with you guys. But more than anything, there is or there has been moments of opportunity for me to just sit and recognize. And I want to ask you something. What do you think your mission statement is, your life mission statement? Hold on to that. I'll explain because it was some my buddy said it to me and everything kind of came full circle in my head. So we're going to talk about that. So if you're driving, put on your damn seatbelt, period. <laughs> if you're at home, you know, find somewhere, chill, you know, relax, breathe, um, get some water. And uh, yeah, we're going to go on this little ride and... By the end of it, you should have a little bit more clarity. And y'all are celebrating um, the bird with me. Sorry. Stay tuned. people how are you how have you been how was july for you <laughs> um what was that like <laughs> um yeah what was that like for you what sticks out the most in terms of what you've been experiencing like what do you think the theme has been for you First off, Birds of a Feather Journal is available. The link is in the website. Uh, the link the link is in the website. The link is in the bio of this episode. I created a journal to celebrate the four-year anniversary or the fourth birthday of the Bird Brain Podcast. And it's a journal with some prompts, some uh, quotes, to just think about and reflect on and hopefully allow you and encourage you to to write out your thoughts in terms of how you feel about the statement, right? And also an opportunity to just write gratitudes. And I know, you know, everyone says, you know, be grateful. But what is that? You know, what is grateful? What does that look like? Especially on the hard days. What is practicing gratitude look like it's tough i'm not gonna lie to you it is it is a, a intentional action 
because you have to constantly divert. You don't have to gaslight yourself into pretending that everything is love and light. No, that's not what gratitude is. Gratitude is taking a look at what's working. What have I done to do better? What have I done to be better? What has been done for me? What has been done to me? What have I done? And when you understand how gratitude works, it makes the process slightly easier, just in terms of having a different outlook. So sometimes if I'm having a rough day or a rough week, I just say, you know what? I'm grateful for this moment, or I'm grateful that I had somebody ask how I was doing, or I'm grateful that I asked someone else how they were doing, and we had a conversation about it. I'm grateful that I finished a book. Like, these are things you can be grateful for. Why? Because it shows some kind of action that eliminates stagnancy. Sometimes you can say, I'm grateful that I didn't react. You know, I responded or I'm grateful that I sat still this time. I'm grateful that I did things differently this time. Gratitude is is a practice, but it it's a practical practice, but it is not meant to dismiss the things that are happening in your life. You see what I'm saying? When you practice gratitude, I don't want you to think of it as a way of Uh, devaluing your experiences, dismissing your experiences, or ignoring what you may be going through. Gratitude is just there to simply balance, right? So you don't look down that dark tunnel completely. You recognize, again, you recognize the light that's flickering in your peripheral. And once you start working more through gratitude, there's more things to essentially be grateful for. There's there's your mind will kind of transition naturally and you're still human. So you're going to have down days where it's like, this is just not enough. (laughs) This is not helping. But gratitudes are practice. So the journal will encourage you to just take a look at certain things. And it's online. It's an e-journal, so you don't have to go crazy. I might produce a physical journal, too, because I think it's cool. It looks very cool. I like how I designed it, and I think you guys will like it. And the reason why I call it birds of a feather is because we are all in this life, which is life. And But if you are a listener of this podcast, then you're a part of the nest and birds of a feather flock together, right? And we are all looking to just rise above whatever it is that we may be experiencing. On top of that, I dropped some drink water merch. (laughs) I dropped some new tanks, some new colors for the shirt, all new stuff, man. It's, It's just, you know, this bird grows, so we grow. And I'm excited to share that with you guys. So all of that information is in the bio. And I think you'll come out of it and you're like, hey, these are cool. So got that out of the way. 
I want to ask you, what do you think your life mission statement is? What do you think it looks like? So, for me, I think I've turned... Well, this podcast, you know, when it started out, looking back four years ago, I think, I feel like it's always talked about life. How to see life with a different lens. How to recognize your experiences and, and understand what they mean, what what's what's behind them, what your responsibility is in these experiences, all that good stuff. And 2022 was very, I'd say, so between last year and this year, I've had to really be more aware, more cognizant, more responsible yet again, and up the ante of practicing what I preach. So this year, I talk about boundaries a lot. I, as a, as a coach, as a TikTok creator on this podcast, I talk about boundaries. I talk about self-worth. I talk about understanding who you are even when things are happening around you in or to you. I talk about advocating for yourself. I talk about taking care of yourself. In, in essence, I talk about what it looks like, what it feels like to take care of you, even when other people do not. In this year, this year, I'd say the biggest thing that stuck out was me having to really double down on going through these experiences and recognizing how important it is for me to show up and take care of myself because I'm, I'm teaching people how to take care of themselves in these one-on-one coaching sessions. What I really appreciate is when someone's like, Hey, I see these things different now. I've responded in a different way. I don't engage. Uh, I'm creating healthier relationships because I understand what I deserve and how I treat others. Like that to me is a win. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear these things, I understand my responsibility even more. It's like Isaiah, you have people who are relying on you to help them, not fix them, help them. How are you helping yourself? And guys, when I tell you this year has been so many opportunities to recognize, you know, I talk about not letting people take advantage of you, right? And when I tell you in, in, in very interesting ways how people have taken advantage of my kindness and what I've had to do about that, there was responsibility for me. Either I step away, I address the situation or whatever. There was still some action that was necessary for me to take. I talked about the importance of relationship, right? The importance of recognizing what relationships look like. I talk about the importance of asking for help, right? And if you're the type of person that's hyper-independent, you say, well, I don't want to be a burden to somebody, whatever the case may be. Stop being a burden to yourself. Stop telling yourself that you don't want to be a burden because what that implies is that you're a bother and you're not. There are people that are willing to help you and you have to be willing to ask for help. 
I'm not saying that everybody you ask for help from is going to follow through. That's not what I'm saying because should be told, no, that's not going to happen. But you will have people that show up for you. If you're the type of person that's a kind, authentic, and intentional person, you are going to have people that look out for you. I promise you. That is that is not up for debate. You will have people. So a lot of times when people are like, well, yeah, you know, no one shows up for me. No one, it's like, well, have you asked for help? Have you asked for help or have you kind of waited or avoided the opportunity or to give somebody an opportunity to be present for you and to show up in your life? Yes or no. Accountability goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really subscribe anymore to that whole concept of like, oh, yeah, no one shows up. It's like, well, who have you asked for help? And what do these people look like? If they're not reliable in the first place, then you asking them for help is you creating a, a, a self-serving bias. Like, oh, yeah, well, I asked the person for help that I that's not reliable. Of course, I'm not going to get help. Are you kidding me? Um, when it comes to your relationships, recognize how much effort you're making in contrast to how much effort the other person is making. And understand, just because somebody wants a relationship with you on the receptive end, you don't have to give that, friendship included. I don't have to offer of myself to everybody that wants space in my life. I don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. We're not obligated to give of ourselves just because somebody wants something from us. You get what I'm saying? Right. You can have boundaries. And if you're taking your time, if you're healing, you have agency over your life and who has access to it. Because truth be told, somebody wants your friendship doesn't mean they're going to be the friend that you need. You get me? It's very important to understand that concept as a whole, because I think sometimes people have this expectation because I want your friendship and because you're this kind of person automatically I should have access to it. And that's not how it works. That is not how it works, right? That is not how it works. So on top of that, when it comes down to it, you have to be mindful of what it is that you're setting yourself up for. On top of that, if somebody is repeatedly showing you that they are not taking initiative to respect you and treat you how they want to be treated by you, you now have opportunity to decide what the relationship looks like moving forward. My life's mission statement, I think, is truly advocacy more than I realize because I don't like to get into virtual signaling or things like that. Like I'm not a plaster in my social media with with um, social justice things or anything like that. I try to work from the inside out. That's how I function, I think. And being, I guess, being that I'm an introvert, it's like, I try to work on what I'm capable of because, and this is no knock to, to people, but I find that sometimes people are throwing outrage, you know, they throw a tomato into a mosh pit where it's like you are wanting to make a, a statement, but it's not effective, right? It, it doesn't do anything. So how I look at it is like, well, what can I work on about myself on a micro level and how does that affect the macro? If I'm taking care of myself in such a way that filters out into my relationships later. So my life, my mission, life statement, I really think is advocacy. And this year has put me through. I don't want to say this year. This no, this year. I don't want to say life is conspiring against me, but I will say this year has really given me ample opportunity to hold myself responsible in such a way that when I talk to you guys, I have experience in terms of what I talk about. I can back my shit up. I can back my shit up because I've been through it. Now, there have been many opportunities where, you know, as much as people talk about communication, oh, yeah, communicate with somebody before you do this. Da, da, da. 
I've communicated with people about what my needs were. I've communicated with people to get clarity on a situation to see what was going on with them. I've reminded people of certain things that were important to me that I needed in terms of our exchange and people still did exactly what they did. So what that told me is that, hey, a lot of times people are only as mm, they're only as good, quote unquote, as what's good for them. People will only treat you in such a way that benefits them until it no longer benefits them, even as far as communication. Right. I can't stress enough and emphasize enough the importance of communication, especially in business exchanges, right? So if I understand how lax you are or passive or dismissive you are about the importance of respect and uh, uh, reciprocity in an exchange with me, you rather avoid me than address a situation or, you know, you think that time represents an apology uh, time lapsed represents an apology versus you actually, you know, owning up to how you behave and saying, you know, what, hey, how I moved with this was was pretty horrible. And I want to apologize, etc. Instead, you avoid. Right. Instead, you ignore. No, because what that does is that dampens your character. And now I have a picture of who you are when things are not convenient for you. And that lets me know how you handle situations. And that also tells me that this is a situation that I don't want to be a part of. Okay. My life's my mission statement, I feel like, again, is advocacy and also understanding that I do not deserve to allow anyone to play with my kindness because I am a kind person. Because I'm a kind person. And I even feel weird saying that because everybody's like, you know, I'm a good person. I'm a kind person. I know how I move. Other people know how I move, right? There's no change in who I am in terms of like just how I operate. I am who I say I am and I show up as such. That's why I don't fuck with a lot of people. I'll keep it 100 with you guys. That's why I don't really give a lot of space to a lot of people. The reason why is because I understand how people behave. And I can't stress this enough. As much as I talk about boundaries, as much as I talk about being aware of patterns, I feel like it goes over a lot of people's heads and they just go for what they want, right? Because I talk about this stuff. And this is not just me pulling from books. This is me experiencing life for what it is and being very cognizant of people, very cognizant of people and understanding is like, all right, cool. Yep. Okay. All right, bet. One thing I want to share with you guys that I've been holding off on and I I kept refusing to talk about and I might do an episode on it. Um, I my therapist. The last session I was supposed to have with my therapist, they just never showed up. No call, no show. No call, no show. Till this day, no call, no show. They're fine, by the way, uh, because I know someone else who, who goes to them. They're fine. Never responded. And now I'm not a difficult, I wasn't a difficult client, nothing, nothing like that. There was no rhyme or reason for it. But instead of them addressing the issue that, hey, I fucked up, they avoided me instead and they've continued to avoid me. So on different levels, I've experienced the negligence of another person despite how I was willing to show up. 
I experience the kind of selfishness of people, despite who they are, what their credentials are, how they appear, how they present themselves. This is still who they're going to be in a situation that involves me. So when we talk about communication and the importance of communicating, what happens when you're on the receptive end of somebody who is not responding to your uh, opportunities or prompts to communicate? What do you do? You take a step back. And this is why I say forgiveness is not for another person and forgiveness does not mean access because I've lived, I've continued to live my life and do my thing. But what I do understand is that in moments that were very critical and necessary, people showed up in such a ways that reminded me that I cannot create space for them moving forward because they did not take care of the space that they took up. Advocacy. You get me? Advocacy. Um, don't mind my computer. It's being a uh, spicy, a little hothead. But yeah, my therapist did not show up the last session we were supposed to have. Didn't show up. No call, no show. Now, as a coach, right? As a coach with clients where if I didn't show up, if, even if I didn't communicate that I couldn't show up, are you kidding me? How deplorable is that? You get me? That's terrible. And I've had clients who just kind of like disappeared off the face of the earth when I reached out to them. Hey, what's going on? Let me know what's up. Da, 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 da. Nothing. Radio silence. Radio silence. You get me? And they're doing well. Like they're doing well. They're doing their thing. But they felt that it was not necessary for them to communicate where they should have communicated. So when we say, oh, yeah, no one owes you anything on a to some degree, when you're in relationship with people, some kind of connection, there is uh, a due diligence that's there. So don't fall into that bullshit. I don't play about that, right? But I've learned and I've continuously learned over the last seven months how people are when the situation does not benefit them, okay? And it's interesting. It can be frustrating. It can be annoying. But you know what? You learn. And learn once. <laughs> there are certain things you learn once. And when it comes to giving grace, understand what you're giving grace to, right? Because the thing about communication is there's always opportunity to communicate. Okay, if I'm asking you a question of what's up, because I'm a very understanding person. So if you let me know, hey, this is what's going on, whatever, it's like, hey, I got you. But if you choose to actively ignore me, right, or dismiss well, that just kind of shows how you move and how you respect this relationship, how you respect me, okay? And I adjust accordingly. So again, this year has been very much about advocacy and understanding what my life mission statement is. So I, I, I encourage you to think about what your, your life mission statement is. Look at your experiences. What have they been like? You know, for me, is definitely have come to recognize how much more are you going to let slide, Isaiah? How much are you going to let slide for the sake of you wanting to be kind to other people and show, you know, compassion? How are you being treated? Because a lot of people don't appreciate your kindness. They find it a way to take advantage of it. And that's just the world we live in. <clears throat> okay. And you could double down on that. I'm not saying that that's everybody. Obviously, that's not everybody. But what I'm saying is a lot of people you come across are very much that. And you have to adjust accordingly. What I've understood is that moving forward, I will not do business with certain people. 
moving forward, I will be a little bit more discerning about um, giving passes more more than once even twice, right? I will understand the necessity of me taking care of myself in the best way possible, not hurting anybody else. I might bruise some egos, but that's okay. It's worth it. But I'm going to take care of myself. You should too. That's what this podcast is about, taking care of yourself in the most authentic way, all right? Not just telling people to fuck off, but understanding sometimes it is okay to let people know they got you fucked up. Like your life depends on it. All right. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, Think about your life mission statement. Okay. Um, And that's it. Yeah. Thank you for being here. If you're if you're a listener, Um, if you've been here since the 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 ground zero of this podcast coming to coming to life, I appreciate you being here. And for the newcomers, well, get comfortable. You know, this is a life journey. And I'm grateful that I I have another year in with this baby. And um, we'll just go from there. Uh, If you like what you're listening to, leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Tell the people what you like. It's greatly appreciated and it helps the podcast grow. If you want to become a Patreon, head on over to patreon.com. If you want to become an Apple uh, subscriber, head over to Apple. Um, Subscribers get bonus content. Getting back into that. Getting bonus content. Add free episodes. Get early access to episodes. And more perks to come. And like I said, if you want to get merch, the coloring book is still available. Uh, the journal is available. Uh, got coffee mugs, t-shirts, that whole shabams. And if you want to sign up for coaching, if you want to apply to coaching, the link is also there to, to start coaching with me. Um, my success rate is pretty high. So <laughs> I would love to work with you if you're willing to do the work. And that's it. And that's all. I wish you guys so much love and so much peace and so much understanding about who you are and what you deserve. Okay. And I just want you to take care of yourselves, take care of each other and take flight.